You are listening to episode 14 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. This one's about how to make stress-free decisions. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm really excited about this one. This podcast is the second in a series about decision-making and follow-through. I think that this series of podcasts is really fun to put together because I believe these practices are essential to a less stressful, more playful or fun life. I believe that one of the biggest obstacles to creating what you want in life is sloppy, stress-inducing decision-making. But, you know, in all fairness, our brains are prone to sloppy, stress-inducing decision-making. Why would that be? Well, consider this. Our modern life is non-stop decision-making. If you compare your life to the life that your parents lived, your grandparents, your great-grandparents. Imagine how different things are today. I even think about the fact that my kids came out before the first iPhone. I sometimes wonder how their perspective is going to be shifted by growing up in this era where all of human knowledge, all of Google is available with a few clicks from a supercomputer that they can put in their back pockets. I sometimes compare our modern life to the life that even just a generation or two ago, or even as I recall when I was just growing up. And if you think about, just think about your great grandparents, imagine their menu planning for the week compared to our menu planning for the week. Did you think they had as much stress just figuring out what was for dinner. I mean, assuming some semblance of economic stability, but I mean, the plethora of choices is what I'm talking about. Did they even have television, much less figuring out what to watch on TV? When I was growing up, there were three channels plus your local channel, and now there's constant streaming. It's infinite, the amount of entertainment that we have. Just imagine your meemaw trying to keep up on TikTok. I think that's really funny to think about. And at the same time, I think modern life is a recipe for stress. There's just too many inputs, but we're still working with that same old brain. Layer on top of that, that we're encouraged by our culture to be and do our best all the time. I remember once going to visit my son's junior high school, and I was walking down the hallway, and there are all these signs of be epic every day. And I turned to my oldest son, and I'm like, that's a lot of pressure, epic every single day. What about just having an average day? There's so much pressure to be the best, to stand out, to perform, to be productive. No wonder our little old primitive decision-making brains can't quite keep up. I don't think we can keep up. Let's look at all this then. There are nearly unlimited options for how a human life can be lived. If you just think about it, all of the different choices that are available to every one of us, 
in every aspect of life. That's the situation that we're in. All right. You know my favorite question. So this is happening now. What? Well, today I'm going to talk about five ways you can improve your decisions. In fact, I think with practice, you'll agree with me that these help you make stress-free decisions. So first, know your default decision-making style. How do you make decisions today? And are you happy with that? Are there areas of your life where decision-making comes easily? Are there areas of your life where decision-making seems difficult? Get really curious about that. Understand why you make decisions the way you do now. Some people tend to be very deliberative and research a lot. Other people tend to be very impulsive. There's any combination, honestly, within most of us, there is something to be said for that saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I also think that there are some areas of our life where the decision-making is less stressful than others. The first thing is being really curious about what your current decision-making style is and what your default style is. The second thing that I'd offer as you're making decisions and wanting to make stress-free decisions is set limits. Put limits on your decision-making. This could be a, a maximum number of things you'll research or a time limit. For example, Imagine you have a website for your business and you want to get a new hosting provider. You might say, I am going to look at, I'm going to ask three people for recommendations and look at five service providers, hosting providers maximum, and I'm going to make a decision within a week. That is one way to limit. If you tend to be a more deliberative decision maker or what we call analysis paralysis, that can actually help you constrain and limit your decision so that you're moving forward without trying to exhaust the fact that in a lot of cases, there are a significant number of options available. The The next suggestion is to use the 10-year test. Put the decision in a long-term perspective. In 10 years, will you even remember this decision? For example, if I go on vacation and we're at a restaurant, I may look at the menu and I've gotten pretty good about throwing out categories, sections of the menu. I won't even consider it. But there are times where I've gone, do I want this one or do I want that one or do I want to have this one or do I want it that one? And I'll tell myself, and we're on vacation. I, we may never be back again. I want to make the air quote right choice. And in 10 years, I might remember the meal if I take a picture of it and if Facebook reminds me about the picture that I posted on Facebook, but chances are I'm not really going to remember the thing I didn't have. So I just tell myself, pick a damn enchilada dish, Lisa, and move on. So use the 10-year test. Next, ah, yes or no only. When it comes to making stress-free decisions, do you use maybe or later? Or I've got to think about it. Is that something that comes into your mental vocabulary? All decisions really and truly, they're either a yes or a no. There's no maybe. Maybe it's just no. Maybe it's just no in fuzzy slippers, right? Yes, 
or no. You may decide, and you can actually put it on your calendar. You can decide, I will make this, I will revisit my decision later. But for now, my decision is A or B. It is not, well, you know, maybe, you know, later I'll think about it. That really clutters up your mind. And and it's just ambiguous. And then your brain, it would rather you just say, I'm going in this direction or that direction. And then it can throw up <laughs> the next roadblocks that brains do. Maybe is a dream killer, people. Just don't do it to yourself. And quite honestly, don't do it to other people either. Be yes or no. And the last suggestion is make any decisions you can ahead of time. What do I mean by that? Let's go back to that web hosting example. You can say, all right, I'm going to ask three people for recommendations. I will research up to five companies and I will have a decision made within a week. I will then revisit my decision 90 days before the renewal, and I'll put it on my calendar. Very crisp, clean decision-making. But you can also decide in advance. The decision that I make, I will tell myself that I made the best decision I could with the information that I had. I'm not going to second-guess myself. I'm not going to be stressing out about it. I'm not going to tell myself, oh, you better get it right, or you're going to regret it someday. Remember what I talked about in the Preventing Future Regret episode? I've got a link in the show notes, but this idea that you ruminate on decisions because you don't want to make a mistake in the future is, it's so stressful. It's cognitively stressful. It puts a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of demand on your brain to stay in the decision Some people make great decisions, and some people make great decisions in some areas of their life and not so much in others. And some people struggle because a decision has so much meaning. They don't want to make a mistake. If you are somebody who tends to overthink your decisions or you find decision-making very stressful, I definitely suggest you practice using these five steps to making stress-free decisions. I'll go over those again. The first thing is know your decision-making style. Know what your default's going to be so that you can be prepared for it as you're making a decision. Maybe you like your decision-making style, or maybe you know that it's counterproductive, but if you know what you're dealing with in advance, you can be on the lookout. Second, use these limits that I was talking about. Set limits. It could be limits of the amount of research you're going to do. It could be limits of the time. Just set those limits in advance and stick to them. Three, use the 10-year test. Is this decision even going to matter in 10 years? Are you even going to remember making it? If not, just pick a thing. Especially sometimes we get really, (laughs) we get really distracted with small decisions. Do I want the, you know, the waters of Bali air freshener, or do I want the bamboo breeze? It it can be overwhelming the amount of decisions that our brains are asked to make in any given day or week. If it's a low consequence decision, don't even make a decision point and click, just make it happen. Four, choose a quick yes or no. Yes or no. There is no maybe. Maybe is no. Know that when you say maybe or later, or I need to think about it, what you're saying is the decision I'm making right now is no, 
And if you tell yourself that, it's really clean. It's really, really clean. And the fifth thing is decide ahead of time how you will treat yourself with the decision as you reflect on it in the future. Know that if you follow these five things, chances are your decision-making is going to become a lot less stressful. Your homework this week is notice how often your brain makes decisions each day. Really pay attention to it. It's astounding if you make a deliberative attempt to notice how many times you're asked to choose one path or compared to one or more alternate paths, it can be really amazing to see. Consider if there are ways you can offload decision-making altogether by developing a process or a habit and practice really quick yes or no decisions. Make a game of it. Make a game of noticing your decisions and then saying yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. I like to think of Willy Wonka. There's the golden egg sorter and it sorts, is it a good egg or is it a rotten egg? And I like to think if I'm getting confused or I'm confusing myself that I can't make a decision yes or no, I remember the Willy Wonka golden egg sorter. That visual reminds me pick yes or no. Just pick a thing. Pick yes, pick no. All right. In the course of preparing for this podcast, I don't know where it came out of the vault of my mind, but back in the 90s, there was this kind of song, and I'm using air quotes, everybody wear sunscreen. And it was credited to Baz Luhrmann, but it's basically a guy who's reading life advice as if it were a commencement speech over music. And I thought of that song while I was preparing this. You know, what kind of advice or decisions do you have? And there was lyrics in there that I thought were really fun. So this cracked me up. It says, don't worry about the future or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be the things that never crossed your worried mind. I thought that was really funny because worrying or vacillating or ruminating or researching, anything that prolongs decision-making is about as effective as solving an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. Just make a yes or no decision. Practice it. It's so liberating. All right. That's what I have for you this week. It was so fun. Go out and make bold, decisive decisions and let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying what you're learning here, I'd love to have you as a member of my Less Stress, More Fun podcast community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the show. Plus, get access to things I share only with community members. It's been so much fun spending time with you today, and I'll talk to you next week.